You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the Aaron Says What Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, and welcome to the Aaron Says What Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum. I'm here with Nathan Henderson, who again... I met through one of my MMA parody accounts because nobody gives a shit about a real Twitter account with a check mark. How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going, Aaron? Good to talk to you, brother. Man, uh, good talking to you. Can you just uh, briefly tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I'm Nathan Henderson. I'm a lawyer in uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma. I uh, am a huge MMA fan, have been since the early Art Davy days of the 1990s. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I've always been an MMA fan. I've, uh, really got into it heavy, uh, a few years ago when I was a younger lawyer, um, there was a kickboxing event in town and I thought I'd buy a sponsorship to it. Cause Hey, you know, it's a fight. I like fights. You right. Know? So, um, uh, once I bought that sponsorship to it, the, uh, guy who was putting on the kickboxing, uh, matches as a, a Muay Thai and Lucha Libre aficionado by the name of Ty Pilgrim, he uh, owned an MMA gym here in town. A long story short, uh, me and him got to be good friends, and uh, I later became business partners with him and went on to uh, own, at least for a little while, own with him a uh, an MMA gym, and I still have a half interest in a Muay Thai promotion. Oh, how cool. So I uh, he introduced me to um, Sean Wheelock, who was uh, with Bellator at the time, uh, because he had formerly taught a Bellator champion or coached a Bellator champion back in the uh, tournament days of Bellator. So I got to meet everyone behind the cage and I got to meet the judges and I got to meet the referees. And that, that turned me on to, you know, being friends with guys like, uh, you know, big John McCarthy and I met Kerry Hatley. And, wow. And, uh, and, uh, we had a podcast. We had Mario Yamasaki on the other night for an exclusive interview uh, Sean Willock introduced me to Art Davey, who is the man who created the UFC. Now me and Art Davey are good friends and so on and so forth. And I've been taught by John McCarthy. I've hung out with referee Rob Hines and, and we talk and, uh, and Sean Willock is now a good friend of mine. And so is Art Davey. And nice. Yeah. So, uh, and, and so based upon all that, I was always, always looking for, um, uh, stuff to look at on, on about MMA on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've got a really horrible sense of humor. Just it's a good sense of humor, man. Well, good we sense both of have humor, yeah. That led me to funny MMA way back in the day. So when I had just a few thousand followers. Let's and, uh, talk about that. Hang on. I'm going to yeah, stop for you just a second. Ahead. So you have one of the most successful MMA comedy accounts. I think I've ever seen, which you mm -hmm. said it's called MMA funny MMA. Sorry. Funny Almost. MMA, yeah. Up to 300,000 followers on Facebook, 146,000 on Instagram. I mean, mm -hmm. how does that even happen? Because for me, I have found such a disparity between, like, my Facebook and my Twitter. Like, I've I'd seen you on oh, me you too. Know, Twitter, like, before. I'm like, well, you know, you got a nice, impressive following, you know, a few thousand on Twitter and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I was like 2,200 or yeah. something like that. And that's respectable. But then something popped up on my feed and it was you guys. I'm like, is this the same people? And shit, almost 300,000 followers. Now me, I'm just now venturing 
into the whole Facebook page saying, you know, yeah. I, like my podcast maybe has 30 followers or whatnot. And I really just started a few months back. It's not easy to do. So somehow I get Twitter, somehow I don't get Facebook, but how'd you do it, man? Well, uh, I think that we just caught lightning in a, in a jar. I think, uh, back then, uh, about uh, four or five years ago, the Facebook algorithms work differently and you got a better post reach. Ah. Uh, I got involved when, uh, the guy who owns the page, I can't remember who started it. I knew the store and I can't remember who did, but he took it over from somebody. His name is Furman Ramirez. He's the one that actually owns the page now. I think he lives in Los Angeles and there's about, Oh, five or six of us administrators several here in the United States. Uh, I think there's uh, one that lives in the UK that's admin fro. Cool. And, uh, and, uh, I'm just me. I'm just Nathan. I'm just one of the admins. So it's not my page. No, but you did answer me though. <laughs> yes, I did answer you. And I am, uh, even though Furman owns the Twitter account, I can tell you that as far as Twitter goes, yeah, about nine, 99.9% of the content on, on the Twitter account is me. Cool. Uh, I have nothing to do with the Instagram. I, I can only follow two social media accounts. I have nothing against Instagram. It's just that right. I, it's just one one too many for me to try to keep track of. So I have no clue what's going on with IG. Well, I will tell you this, man. Like it's just different. Like Twitter, you know, my jokes kind of resonate on Twitter. On Facebook, it doesn't go the same way. And then uh-huh. it's kind of swapped for you because you know your Facebook yeah. presentation and it's just it's just funnier. I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's not yeah. like the content isn't good in both places, but. Just resonates. I prefer Facebook. It, yeah. it, it, you can get uh, it's easier to put videos on. It's easier to put pictures on. Yeah. Uh, you can put more information there. Uh, just I, I don't know. I don't know what the big deal about Twitter is. I'm an old guy. I'm 41 years old. So shit, you're younger than me, pal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember the days before the internet. And all, all to me, Twitter to me to me, old self is just a poor man's version of Facebook, where you can do all the good stuff, and that's harder to do on Twitter. Because you're limited to 240 characters, it used to be 140. Man, I liked it better that way. Now that now uh, it, it gives uh, not as witty people more room to talk. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, but like it's funny because we're close to the same age. I'll be 44 like next month, and okay, uh, yeah. But same deal. Like we used to. This is this is how we're gonna date ourselves right here. Like mm-hmm. we would run to Blockbuster, me and a buddy of mine, and rent like UFC one and, and be absolutely like, and be yes. like Hastings. For me, it was Hastings. For you, it was Blockbuster. But yes, yeah, Hastings. yeah, yeah. And then it was like, I man, you got to watch this little guy choke out this uh-huh. giant guy. And it, you know, of course, it was Hoist Gracie. <laughs> and we were, you we were like, this is fucking crazy. I mean, how's he not getting hit? And you know, it, it was just. I just remember it being the craziest thing I'd ever seen, you know? Yeah. And, like, it was a huge deal to get someone to get a pay-per-view back then, or even somebody that had the capability to get a pay-per-view back then, because, like, well, you're from Oklahoma, I'm from, like, Missouri, you know? So we didn't, we weren't the most technologically advanced back then, you know? Yeah. People have no clue. Yeah, getting a pay-per-view was a whole different event back in 1990s. Now you just order it up on your TV and you just push a button. Back then you had to go to the cable store, you had to rent a box, you had to take it home, you had to set it up. Oh, yeah. You had to uh, call the cable company, they had to do something to your box. Sometimes (laughs) it didn't work. It was a, yeah, back in 1993, I think it was November 20, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's all right. But um, something 1993. It was the first UFC, and back then it was a big deal to watch a pay per view. wasn't uh, wasn't as easy like it is nowadays. 
November 12th, November 12th, 1993 was the first UFC. Wow. That's crazy. My son's walking up here right now. He, we, uh, I'm in the process of restoring his iPhone. So that's been an ordeal. Oh yeah. I, I, I totally get it. <laughs> Dude, that- I didn't even have my first cell phone until I went to law school. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So when I the first was, iPhones came out. Yeah. Gosh, I want to say I was like 24 because, uh, at the time I was expecting a daughter and we needed a way to get a hold of me. So you can put on yeah. headphones if you want, bud. No, he says, no, he doesn't care. He thinks I'm talking into air. So, see, so uh, anyone who's interested in those early days of the UFC, yeah. I highly recommend a book uh, written by Art Davey and Sean Wheelock. It's called Is This Legal? Is This Legal? It's the, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the inside story of the first UFC from the man who created it. It's got a foreword by uh, Big John McCarthy. Uh, my old business partner, Ty Pilgrim, uh, wrote uh, one of the, a blurb for it that's in the inside of the book. And uh, I highly recommend it. Awesome. I'm, I actually put that in my notes so I can remember to check that out. Yeah, I, I will check that if out. If you're an MMA fan, and especially if you're old school, it's a must-read book. You you must read this. Like Art Davey, he's the one who created it. Like Big John McCarthy, how did he get his nickname? Well, Art Davey gave him the nickname Big John. <laughs> Tank Abbott, how did Tank Abbott get his nickname? Art Davey gave him his nickname, you know. Oleg awesome. Tarov, yes, I signed him after he was sleeping on the sidewalk outside of my office. I mean... The story <laughs> yeah. of the UFC. Yeah, Hoist Gracie, yeah, I remember him. He used to babysit the kids, you know, that, <laughs> that inside. Well, yeah, because I've heard that story before, too. Like, you yeah. know, he wasn't like the big guy in the totem pole, you know. He was uh, yeah. pretty much the water boy of the Gracie gym. And yeah. they're like, well, no, we want to put him in there because he will truly represent what, you know, jujitsu training is versus a polished guy that's been doing it for years and years and years and years. Am I, am I getting that right? Yeah. That's crazy. So now, um, hang on my, what now? Yeah. Okay. He's talking to me about his phone still. Sorry, man. (laughs) But, uh, so like what advice would you give somebody? Well, first of all, how much work are you putting into this, um, into the Facebook page? Like how much time does it take? way too much because yeah. uh i can come up with a, a mean oh gosh I'm trying to think how to put this the creative process for me is really funny sometimes if it's a big mma news day and say i don't know john jones does something like uh oh something that would never happen in a million years like get high on cocaine and hit a pregnant lady on who's on her oh way to church and, and run from the police nothing like that would ever happen in real no. life but if it would inspiration comes really easy <laughs> you know uh ronda rousey getting knocked out you know inspiration for memes you, you have about 30 of them and yeah. you have to pick which one you're going to pick up on uh, put up on the page uh uh other times uh if i run into like a writer's block or something like that i'll just cruise around the news and just see what's going on in mma news and uh i'll catch inspiration from that um on the funny MMA page, a lot of what I do is I read the comments. I love reading people's comments. Yeah. Don't think that I don't ignore them. I do because a lot of times someone will give me a good idea based upon a wise ass, sarcastic, snarky comment. And that'll give me an idea for a meme. Uh, my daughter's given me an idea for a meme. Uh, friends have, uh, uh, you just never know when inspiration strikes on fight nights. <clears throat> what I will do is I'll make sure that my phone's got a good charge, right? And uh, other uh, guys that uh, I, I hang out with or I podcast with, they know 
to not text me too much that night because <laughs> I'm busy on my phone all night because I'm watching the fights. I'm also following usually Twitter and I'm looking for the magic moments like uh, a wardrobe malfunction or Justin Kish who <laughs> shit her pants. Yeah, I remember page. that. Uh, or you, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Somebody getting knocked out. Uh, you, you just never know what craziness is going to happen on any given night. Yeah. And you're there and you're talk about it and you're up and you're ready to go. And you get it out on the page. You get it on the page quick I mean, within seconds. And uh, I think uh, our readers at uh, Funny MMA, they really respond to that, how we're really on top of it. Well, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I needed a vehicle to send somebody a meme because – uh, you know, the Yoel Romero, Luke Rockhold fight, you know, after the uncomfortable, whatever that was after the fight where yeah. you know, Yoel was basically man molesting him or whatever. Yeah. Kissing him. Yeah. Uh, Ethan. That, that's, that's a Kodak moment. You know, I can get a lot of use out of that. And sometimes that'll happen. You can ask my wife, uh, yeah. I'll see something on TV and I'll pause it. So, Oh wait, I'm going to record that. Or I'm going to take a picture of that. Yeah. Cause I can get some use out of that. Uh, like, uh, Oh, several months ago, I think it was last year sometime. Yoel Romero was fighting somebody. I can't remember who. And Michael Bisbing was up in the announcement. Yeah, set, yeah. And he was flipping him off. Yep. Yeah. I mm-hmm. looked for a picture of that. And I rewound it. I took some good pictures of that because I knew I'm going to get some use out of that. And I did. It was Jack Ray, wasn't it? Day. Was it Jock- so Jack Ray? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Bisbing, I love you, man. Yeah. That one. He was flipping him off and then making yeah. the juice sign toward his uh, hip. Yeah, I said, oh, I'll get some use out of that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I wanted to uh, – Chase Sherman did a thing where he put the picture up of uh, Yoel and Rockhold or whatever on the Twitter. And I said the Twitter yeah. shit. But, and, uh, I, and, he's, and he just said, caption this. And so, you know, uh-huh. it, 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 you know, it was Yoel in his ear, and I just said, do you want to know what three extra pounds feels like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, insiders, he missed weight by three pounds. It's not what you think. Yeah, exactly. But it is. And, uh, and also, what's funny is in the MMA universe, I've noticed that uh, some of these, you have to be a real MMA insider to get some of these jokes. Uh, you do. For instance, you would have had to have been there that night when uh, Derek Lewis knocked out Travis Brown and said, we're, we're on to Razzie Fire. Oh, my gosh. Out. Well, from then on, that's so funny. So that's that's easy to play with, right? Yeah. But after that, all you have, all we have to do on the page is show a picture of any attractive woman, and all you have to do is put a picture of Derek Lewis smiling without any comment, without anyone <laughs> else, and everyone gets the joke. You know, everyone gets the joke. You know, uh, the insiders are great. I I yeah. was messaging back and forth with Ariel Hawani, not because mm-hmm. we're best friends or anything, because he likes the uh, the Ally Aquinta account, and. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, man, I'm a fan, you know, basically because I just love the inside stuff. And he just kind of sends me a message back and he goes, yeah, we all do. (laughs) I'm like, you know, what is, but, uh, he, he's, he's really a fan of Ally Aquinta, obviously, because, Mm. um, he likes the fake account for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But it was just kind of neat. You know, it's just neat for me. Because that is neat. I don't know if Ariel's aware of us or not. Um, I don't know. Uh, we've had some fighters uh, interact with us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, I've got a podcast of my of my own. I run with a good friend of mine uh, who uh, just met me on the page. His name is Ben Field, and we run a podcast, and so we've only had one episode so far. What, what is the name a, of that? I'd like to include that in the notes, too. Yeah. It's called Uncivilized MMA. Oh, right. Okay. Um, 
um, I was thinking about doing a podcast for the longest time because back when my good friend Sean Wheelock had a podcast, he had one with Big John McCarthy. Right. And then Big John couldn't do his anymore, so he had one with Ben Askren and Joe Warren. Oh, the funky and, uh, uh, T-Roll and I funky? ran the, the, the Twitter account for his podcast account. Oh, okay. And uh, the Facebook page. <clears throat> or I helped run it. And, um, and uh, so I was really involved with that. And so – when Sean stopped doing a podcast, I've been kind of thinking about doing one by myself. Sean's like, you know, gosh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to go down that road anymore, but you go ahead, Nathan. I'll support you in any way. Right. And so some kid called me up, and he was just a fan of the page and uh, said, hey, man, you want to start a podcast? I thought, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. And uh, he was really industrious, so we got to work it, and he managed to secure Mario Yamasaki as our first guest. And uh, I'm working on uh, Tanya Avenger. I think she's just had surgery right now, so I'm letting her chill for a few days. Awesome. But I think Tanya Avenger is going to be our second guest. Well, she's and, hysterical. Uh, I have uh, guys from uh, the MMA community that will uh, you know, contact me on the phone or send me messages. Gals, too. And uh, it's kind of cool. I'll be sitting at my house in Muskogee and petting my dogs and having a, a glass of beer or something like that. Yeah. I'll see you know, watching the pay-per-view on TV and I'll see like a referee. I know like, Hey, good luck tonight. Nice. And, uh, you'll get a message back from the arena floor. Hey man, thanks. And you know, that's kind of cool. You know? So who's the, uh, let's give the kid a shout out. Who's the, who's the kid? His name is Ben field. And Oh, you did say that uh, upstate New York. Okay, cool. Cool. And, uh, he contacted me on, on, uh, on a messenger and said, I'm a, funny, a fan of your work on Funny MMA. And, man, have you ever thought about a podcast? And I said, you know what? I have. You set it up, and I'll get one going. And uh, he has. Fan, so, these kids are crazy. These kids really know what they're doing, you know? Yeah, and he's just, and he's just a fan, you know? And I love it. That's And awesome. our podcast is for fans by fans. You know, I didn't want to associate with a famous person. Yeah. For fans by fans. So That's awesome. Well, have you noticed like these insiders, like, you know, these insider fans, like fans of your page, fans of your Twitter, like, are they not the most loyal followers ever? Oh yeah, they're great. I've gotten some good friendships on there. Um, there's this one girl, gosh, she's a heavy story. She's a doctor. I don't want to name who she is. Okay. I'll tell you why. She's a doctor in Venezuela. No shit. She lives in Maracibo, Venezuela, and she's a doctor. And she's a MMA fan. She's in her twenties and she's an MMA fan and she absolutely loves MMA and she loves her page and she loves her memes. Wow. And so she gets a private message me and we've gotten a long conversation going just privately between me and her. And, uh, you know, she, she tells me these stories and, and, and shows me pictures of what's going on in Venezuela under the government there. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy. And during fight nights, she'll, roam the city looking looking for a, a, a Wi-Fi connection that works so that she can try to watch a UFC somehow because in Venezuela you can't just order it, you know? Right. So, uh, you know, just crazy stories like that. Uh, See, this is my twisted sense of humor because automatically yeah. when you say you're messaging a girl from Venezuela, I'm thinking green card and marriage. We don't get UFC married. here. And my buddy MMA fans know that I'm happily married. I'm a 41-year-old. I'm married to a 71-year-old woman. Nice. Which really made me happy when Jeremy Stevens uh, took that picture with Connor's mom. That was I'm hilarious. Like, Man, that's right up my alley, bro. You rule. That was hilarious. Who the fuck is and, that? Uh, uh, yeah, all my funny MMA fans were like, uh, hey, man, you married your high school buddy's mama? What? I said, yes. Tell me the story. So I did. And you know, it was something out of Mrs. Robinson. So 
<laughs> yeah, true story. I, I married a well, I married my high school buddy's mom. That's awesome. Yeah. True story. You never and know happy. what you're going to hear in these. Years. Better, I bet you're happy. Sixth anniversary uh, yesterday. What was your which anniversary was it? Uh, sixth anniversary yesterday. Sixth anniversary. Well, it's congratulations. Six of the best man. years of my life. That's <laughs> awesome, man. I love hearing yeah. stories like that. I mean, you know, why not swap roles? You hear about that stuff all the time. Why is it any different for you know a, a guy oh, to marry yeah, someone? She's great. Yeah, yeah. she goes to the MMA seminars with me. Like uh, oh, I think no it was kidding. last April, we went to a. Uh, a uh, MMA uh, judging and refing seminar put on by the Kansas State Athletic Commission, taught by Sean Wheelock, Rob Hines, and Big John McCarthy. And it was nice to see those guys again. Well, she hadn't met them before, so she gets to meet these guys for the first time because uh, she never went along with me on my trips to the Bellators and all that. Wow. And uh, and, uh, and so she goes up to Big John says, hey, yeah, and, you know, Nathan says you got a big belly. Like, oh, God damn it, yo, Nancy, you know, I'm just gonna kick my ass or something, you know. Right. You know, she's charming. You know, we go out to dinner with our baby, and she's charming his uh, his fedora right off his head, and and uh, you know, she's she's real cool cat. You know, watches the fights with me. Seventy one year old lady. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. I'm, that's that's yeah. so cool, man. Okay, so what we're gonna do now? Um, we're going to hop over to another podcast, kid. So if you are interested in our, oh my gosh, I mean, bet your house on these picks, UFC 222. We are going to hop over to the MMA Fight Picks podcast. I will have the link in the Is show Is there notes anything you'd like to say on your way out? Anything one. you would like but the actually, when this to, comes uh, out, it will be over. To see, so to know. I hope people don't place bets well, after the fact. Be because I, appreciate, I don't think you can do that. But before, encourage everyone before we depart, rather. I found Aaron here. Oh, thanks, man. And uh, everyone, uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, Funny MMA. And uh, also make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Facebook uh, for me and Ben Fields' uh, Uncivilized MMA. And make sure you also show the founder, Art Davey, the old man. you got to show the man who created awesome love. Go ahead and check out his book, Is This Legal? with Art Davey and Sean Wheelock. Well, sweet, man. Thanks again for coming on. And uh, we got to do this again soon. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. You can call me anytime. All right, man. Take care. All right. Thank you. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Well, Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app will let you record from your smartphone, or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple shows at no extra charge. Got a YouTube channel? Spreaker's got you covered. You can effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcast to Spreaker without losing any of your iTunes subscribers. Try any plan. 30 days for free using promo code ASW.